For our next segment, we welcome local comedian Mike McLaughlin here with us in the studio. Welcome to the Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> I, uh, I said, wait, where am I? Like, where are we? <laughs> the sanctuary for sanctuary. independent media. Hmm. So tell us a little bit uh, about you. Uh, yeah, I do comedy and stuff. I don't know. No, I'm like a regular person that does it. More of like a hobbyist, maybe. I guess that's the word you would say nowadays. Well, but, being a full-time comedian is it's kind yeah, of Yeah, no, I did gem, that. Right? I did that for three and a half years. And oh, then okay. I, w- I had five roommates, and I was like eating ramen every night. And then I, um, one day I made a pros and cons list, and the cons list was just so long. And so I just, like, <laughs> I just stopped and got a job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, yeah. Stop eating ramen. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> so how would you describe your style? So for somebody listening who maybe, you know, mm-hmm. has... There's, I mean, the, the genre is pretty wide. So is it one-liners? Is it no. long stories with a punchline? It's like I do a lot of long stories without a punchline. Without kind of, a punchline? Yeah, line. a lot of long, boring stories <laughs> where the audience starts to leave. That's what I really... Oh, okay. Really, unique niche. Yes, it's a unique niche. I got it. I got a lot mm-hmm. of jokes about them leaving, and then that kind of gets them back sometimes. But uh, no, it's mostly like just stories and, you know, punchlines like, observational stuff and like stories of growing up i grew up in albany so albany stuff like that. yeah <laughs> exactly so is there a story one of those uh long stories without a punchline that you're particularly <laughs> known for that could give us a little bit more insight than know. your vague answers <laughs> putting him right on the I'm spot just putting me on the spot i don't know i just walked into a church that was there's nobody in here <laughs> i got it i pulled up i parked can i talk normally yeah, totally. all right cool but I pulled up outside. I'm in, can we say we're downtown Troy? Yeah. Right? And I don't, I don't well, like we're, we're in North Troy. North Troy. Almost Lansingburg. Okay, Lansingburg. And then uh, I pull up and I'm like, where? Why? The street's so dimly lit. There's no... I'm like, <laughs> where is this? And then I just see this church. And I'm like, is this the church? And I open up the door and there's nobody in there. It's like a gym. And I'm like... I, and I just walk. I follow the light. And then I come back here and I see you guys okay. have a whole radio studio follow like, the light i think follows, that's that's, yes. that's the way to come to the studio yes. yeah it's very uh it's very interesting it's kind of cool you guys got this going on yeah well we have some events coming up if you want to see the place full of people sure. <laughs> yeah no I, I saw i looked online it looked like it has people a lot it I does just, yeah. yes. it does it's not always dark and <laughs> dimly lit and <laughs> so as yeah. I mentioned, mm-hmm. when I didn't find a whole bunch of you when I was looking you up, but I did yeah. find a mention of you in a Times Union article, and it was talking about moving a lot of comedians getting sucked into New York City. Oh, so yeah. what is, with it being only two and a half hours away, easy train ride, Does is New York City the ultimate for comedians in Albany? Is it Do we retain comedians? So what, what is that relationship between... Retain comedians no not at all no. is so everyone just no. goes to new york city once you're every comic that i knew that we started here if you get like four laughs you're like all right i'm out <laughs> and then you just like go to the city austin la whatever but um it's just it's easier i guess for them uh to get more stage time away from this area so people that get some usually people stay here for about a year and a half and then they kind of like go somewhere else and then if they fail they come back <laughs> so yeah you know so is it uh um it could it be possible for albany to be a better comedy scene what is lacking in albany or is it not or is that the right wrong question 
Uh, I, I mean, a comedy club in the city would be nice. We used to have one when I started. I started at the Comedy Works up on Northern Boulevard. It was great. And I would go up pretty much three, four nights a week there. Now there's only one in, uh, you either get on the Funny Bone, but like after COVID, all like the comics that were big, everybody had to kind of drop down. So now it's really yeah. hard to get up on the Funny Bone unless you want to just host. And then the only other club is in Saratoga, which is like, doesn't really bring a lot of people. But, so. but you have here in Troy, 518 Craft, Lark Street Tavern. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the, they're not the, really comedy. No, not venues, but like the Lark Street show, the tavern show we've been doing has been selling out every time. And it's been like really, I, basically I just mimicked, I went to school in the city, I went to St. John's, and then I would go to the Comedy Cellar, which is a club in the village. And I just was fell in love with their like style. You have like eight, nine comics go up all to like 10, 12 minutes. They're, I mean, they were the greatest. It was like, you know, Patrice O'Neill, Louis C.K. It was great comics. So I just kind of do that in Lark Tavern. And it does like, I can't believe like some of the responses. It's been like really good. And I bring comics up from New York. So that's like fun. Oh, at Lark Tavern. Yeah, you have a show there coming up. I haven't yeah. been there since it was Tess's. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> yeah, it's well, been Well, Tess owns McGarry's now. Yeah. Before the burning, but yeah, so yeah, what? Yeah, what the <laughs> I know. Uh, so what is what? What's the what's the vibe there now for at Lark Tavern? The, for the comedy scene oh, specifically? For the comedy scene, it's like just I basically we have the stages off to the left, so we kind of just it's against like a brick wall, and we just shove as many people in as we can, and like a tight, you know, the way they have it set up is like more of like a jazz loungy vibe, and we kind of change that for the comedy to just get people like as many people into like the room as possible. And then the energy, you know, once you get a few laughs going, the energy gets going and then, and then it's kind of like, you know, it's like a real comedy club. So it's kind of exciting. Well, this event coming up, it looks like you've got a pretty cool headliner. Peter, oh yeah. Peter Ravello. Yeah. Pete, Pete Ravello. Yeah, yeah. Pete's great. I, uh, we used to do open mics in the city together for like years. And I uh, used to like come over to our, I used to live in an apartment with like six comedians and Pete would come over and, hang out now he just kind of blew up on uh like instagram and tiktok and stuff in the last like couple of years so yeah, he's doing like really well so it'll be it'll be a good one so is that the key to success is i think so media? honestly i think that's the only that's <laughs> the only way i think i don't know how else i have a friend named julian who's a great comic and he just quit because he hated social media and it's he, hard and even he calls me he's like i don't know how you can do this without social media you have to use it mm. like there's no other way like right like, you know, like how, how is you going to get noticed? I don't know. Really? Just like grinding for 20 years and then you finally get, you know, I don't know. Post, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think, yeah, you kind of. You do have to post to Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all yeah. those. I don't post to Instagram. So what, is, what is yours? Like, I how have do TikTok. We you only See, have TikTok. I have a secret TikTok. A secret one. Yeah. So also not really utilize it. Uh -uh. no. no, I just okay. put up bits and see how they do, and if they don't, want to delete that. <laughs> so you were, you, were, you were just saying you have to use social media, but then you're not using social media. No, right? I know, I know, I know. Oh, I, I, <laughs> dude, I'm Irish Catholic. I can't, I can't. It's so hard to like put yourself out there and not, you know, hate yourself. So uh, I'm trying to do better with like the promotion. Even coming here and be like, I got a show. I want to like punch myself in the face. I can't. It's like a tough, it's well, tough. Well, we'll do the work for you. You got another <laughs> one you. coming up. You've got the, uh, what was? Opening for. Oh, the Joffrey. Uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Ar oh, that was the Osmos. second one. Got it. Yeah, that, that guy's, that guy's amazing. He's, he did most of his on social media too, but I, I did a um, Boston Comedy Festival with him years ago when he was real young. And uh, I remember he was just like throwing books telling the audience to read a book that they don't read. It was just, he was so funny. 
and just such a like a weird guy and then now he's he's like really like became like somebody i think he's gonna probably be pretty famous in the next couple of years so that like yeah. throwing a book into the audience is like a a, a tangible like a different oh. kind of breaking with the audience is is our props a, a really good <laughs> yeah props but i can't remember the bit but it was something like you guys don't read they like who was the last book somebody read and somebody raised their hand he's like yeah what was it and he's like duh and he started throwing books at people that nobody reads anymore so when i think whatever. of pro- prop comedians i think of carrot top Huh. You know that has the, probably the greatest prop comedian. Never, of all yeah, time. <laughs> John of the Winters. Jonathan, John of the Winters. So with one. Jeffrey, where were you before performing this? Uh, that's at Lark Tavern too. Oh, Lark uh, Tavern. I think that's January seventh. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that one's gonna be that'll be a really uh, a really good one. Yeah. I mean, we but, only have like less than a minute left to wrap yeah. up. But what what is it that draws you to come? Why why should listeners be coming to comedy shows? What is special about the Albany scene or the Capital Region scene? Uh, it's probably better than you th- you think it's going to be. Mm. Like if you, that's what I've heard when people come to the shows that we put on. It's they laugh a lot and feel good. And then when you go with for the rest of your night, that's probably why I even got into comedy is that you do you go to a show and you laugh a bunch and then you go out and you just feel good. I guess. You know? Feeling good is definitely a draw. So, again, what's that TikTok handle? That secret TikTok <laughs> handle? <laughs> uh, at Mike G. McLaughlin. All right. All right. No longer so secret. Mm, no yeah. Well, thanks, Mike, for joining us. All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and again, that we were speaking with Mike McLaughlin. Uh, we also would like to uh, thank Brad for helping us get these comedy interviews. Thanks, Brad Monkell. Mm.